holy shit, I'm a dad. Biggest gig I ever had. Thought I had wild nights before. Now get less sleep than I did on tour. Traded in on my bourbon. For baby bottles and bras for nursing. Never thought I'd be this rad. Holy shit, I'm a dad. Biggest gig I ever had. Holy shit, I'm a dad. All right, welcome to Holy Shit, I'm a Dad, episode number eight. I am Ross James, and holy shit, I'm a dad. I'm Andy Thorne, and holy shit, I'm a dad. And holy shit, we're doing another episode, finally. It's been a while. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty hard to find the time to do the podcast, but we're trying. I wonder why. <laughs> why don't we have time to do a podcast oh, oh that we God, don't get paid uh... for? <laughs> we do this because we love you guys, and we want to yes. share knowledge. Yes, exactly. Lack Which we're still knowledge. trying. That's more like it, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> dig it. So what's what's been happening, man? It's like been a couple of months since we've done this. Right before, right after the last episode, um, we went up and we did a gig together in in the in the mountains in Crystal, Colorado. The wilderness. And, uh, I would say wilderness is a good term to describe that. We were we were off the beaten path. For sure. <laughs> I'm glad it happened this time. The first time we tried to do this festival, we encountered many mudslides and uh, got stuck in a crazy lightning storm in Carbondale. Oh, my God. So yeah. this time we but, made it. Yeah, we got like the last ho- last two hotel rooms, I think, in town. Pretty um, much. That, that night. And this time we made it. And it was it was almost like it was meant to be this way because the leaves were insane. There was snow on the mountains like nearby, and it was like 55 degrees and sunny during the day. It was about as picturesque as one can imagine. I think, and we were drinking know? champagne at a picnic table with our little yes. guys playing with a yes. tank of gasoline. <laughs> That's responsible parenting. That's what they call that, right? I think we did a great job. It was a whole weekend of responsible parenting. We, we, took, we took them up on this crazy-ass off-road, uh, like... Is, is is that a trail or a road? What is that considered? It's a four-wheel you know? drive road. It's an old mining road that people use to access the mountains now. Definitely never put a car seat in one of those off... It's like a four-wheel drive golf cart. Yeah. Side but we side felt side. like Can't better have. parents than you guys because... Well, Did you yeah, bring we, the car seat? We, we decided to... We opted out of the car seat. Um, <laughs> we just... We held him. You know, we were talking with... Uh, the the guy that was driving the vehicle for us, and when he was taking his kids when they were younger, uh, they just held on to the baby, I guess. And we're like, okay, that sounds cool. You know, this is we didn't quite know what to expect, and uh, we get going and we're looking at each other like, uh, maybe we should. You're like, oh, uh, we're on the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah, is that a is that a truck down there that fell? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really it's not one of the craziest four wheel drive roads I've ever been on. You guys did the right thing, but Barry slept it, the whole it, way. Yeah, Oren fell asleep for part of it, and then you know to keep to keep with the uh, with the with the responsible parenting, we get to our destination, which is a cabin, 
without electricity and without heat. Yes. <laughs> there was running water that was not potable. So uh, Yes, yes. So we had that going for us. We had that going for us. <laughs> but there was whiskey. So There were multiple bottles of whiskey. <laughs> it was great. And uh, the hike was one of the most epic hikes, you know, been on with the boy for sure. Yeah, so that we was hiked really up to cool. the Devil's Punch Bowl. Which is a really yeah. famous four wheeling destination in Colorado. If you guys haven't been to the Crystal Mountain Ranch in that area, the Maroon Bells in between Aspen and uh, Marble, it is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's 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 really beautiful, especially that weekend that we were up there, and we got to make some music with with the Drew Emmett band, which was super fun for me. Never hearing those songs before. Totally. And, uh, yeah. Speaking was, of a cute dad, a I mean. I know we got to get him on the show. We got to get, get Drew on. on the show. He's an empty nester <laughs> now, so we're going to have fun uh, picking his brain about that. Yeah. So so we got to share that experience. The boys got a little bit of hang time in there. And, you know, since then, both of us have kind of been super busy, you know, with with all kinds of different stuff. And I know you've been out playing with Salmon a lot. And you just got back from Mexico. And I'm dying to hear how that trip was. So let's, let's hear Barry. We took the baby trip. to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you guys did too, right? I mean, Oh, I guess we've been to Mexico. Yeah. We were in Mexico in November. I had a gig there, uh, with, with Scott law and Nikki bloom in November. Yeah. Which didn't, you know, when you hire Nikki bloom and you get Scott law and Ross, <laughs> it's not exactly what you went in yeah. for, but She's a lot prettier than we are, for sure. She sings a lot, a lot prettier than we do. I wouldn't be disappointed <laughs> with that, though. But yes, we all, we both went to Mexico. It went really, really well, actually. I mean, first, you know, we got an umbrella stroller. Which, why the hell are they called umbrella strollers? I've been like, what's an umbrella stroller? I'm good. An umbrella it right stroller. Gotta... That's that's what they call the small, lightweight strollers. What the fuck is that? An umbrella stroller. That's a oh, real term. Little... I had a dream that we had one of those those super tiny things that just like yeah. fold up into nothing. Our stroller that we use at home is like the heaviest, largest stroller known to man. It has bike shocks yeah. and bike tires on it right. because <laughs> our, we live on dirt roads. Yeah. But uh, the umbrella stroller was fantastic. So, you know, we got him to the airport and popped him on that and just cruised him around the airport. And he's down at everybody's knee level. Just right. sort of They're lower. completely yeah. fascinated. By Did everything he like it, going on, he was uh, into it. He was in, he was not crying. He was loving. And they're comfortable. I mean, it's like it's like forty bucks compared to like how much our other stroller costs. Like, right, it's crazy. To I think, think ours was an eighty dollar umbrella stroller. It's slightly yeah. nicer than the really shitty ones. Yeah, but yeah, it was a great purchase. Highly recommend going through with the stroller. We might have to pick one up. We're headed to Hawaii in a couple of weeks. We might yeah, have to snag one. It definitely helps with the airport. And yeah. then, uh, you know, get on the plane. Thank God we had a full row to ourselves, <laughs> which we did not buy. So that worked out really well. And, what did Barry uh, think of the plane, man? What was, what was he doing? At first, I was really frightened that he wasn't going to go to sleep. You know, the first yeah. hour, he's just, he's a hyper kid. He's crawling all <laughs> over us. He wants, you know, there's somebody, of course, with a man bun sitting right in front of us, just <laughs> taunting Barry the entire flight. Completely taunting him, you know. We taunting turn with the man bun. We weren't looking for one second, and he's like yanking on this dude's man bun. <laughs> so uh, that was great, but and then he fell asleep. Cecilia, the angel that she is, got him to fall uh -huh. asleep on the plane. Yeah, 
And then yeah. he woke up and there was like 45 minutes left. So can't complain. Yeah. How'd Oren do? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was on, like, he's been on, I don't know, at this point, seven or eight different flights. And in the beginning, we were like, man, this kid's awesome on planes. Like he just slept the whole time or hung out on us and it was super chill. And now he's to the point where he's like, way more aware of everything that's going on and wants to explore and touch everything and he knows that he can crawl and move on his own but he now knows also that he's not allowed to do any of that stuff so it's like upsetting to him and frustrating right so yeah i mean where did we go we went to mexico yeah so this one um (laughs) he was he was pretty cool on the way there and on the way back we like timed everything at the hotel, you know, we had like, we had a little, we had a cocktail and then had like getting the taxi to go to the airport and we're like, we can have lunch there and like, just, you know, relax, hang out. we got plenty of time before the flight. We get there and the lady's like, um, your flight's been delayed like four hours. Do you want to get on the early one? It leaves in 20 minutes. And we're oh like, um, I guess so if we can make it. So we had to run through the airport, like through duty free. And like the gate was the farthest gate away from anything. We had to run the whole way and we get there and they're like closing the door and we're like, no, no. And they let us on to a bus that drives you to the plane. Cause that's how oh, it is God. there. And we get on the bus and everybody just hates us yeah. so much because we have all this shit. We've got a baby yeah. and they've been waiting for like 10 minutes for us to get there. Um, so that, that threw off our whole game <laughs> that like that added stress. Like he totally picked up on, you know, the energy and uh, it took me, I had to go back to the back of the plane and just like bounce him for 20 minutes or so until yeah. he passed out. <laughs> it is not but easy to travel with kids, but it's fun no, as hell. It's super fun. I mean, I saw the pictures and plus he had baby friends down there too. Yeah. I mean, we were in baby heaven, you know, <laughs> We went on vacation with the Stickleys and their one-year-old before the festival. That was really, really fun. And then when we got to the festival, there's so many people just doting on the babies at all times. And that's what Barry loves. He loves attention. So (laughs) he was insanely happy. We had a Wi-Fi monitor that we finally figured out how to work. So like, we put them down for naps. And of course, our... Our most important thing to travel with is our exercise ball. So sure. that's what puts the guy down for a nap. And so we travel with that and a little foot pump and pump it up every different place. <laughs> it takes like an hour to deflate, too. I'm just oh like laying God. on it in the hotel room <laughs> trying to get all the air out. So we have that and we bounce him to sleep, put him in the crib with the Wi-Fi monitor on him. And we could go sit on the beach about 20 wow. seconds from our room. Yeah. And then at night, Cecilia did that a few times, and she'd have to sprint back when he, right. you know, we woke up. But he also does great in the carrier, and that was absolutely hilarious, having him in the carrier facing forwards, going to the bar to get drinks. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, did that. I did that just the other day. We met some friends for a little Christmas be- beverage, and I did that just over in uh, Edgewater here. The bartenders <laughs> love it, right? I mean, oh, yeah. It's the same yeah. joke every single time. They're like, oh, tequila for the little guy? You know? Yeah, it's, it's either that or can I see his ID? That, that one that, get I didn't too. get that one. I don't think they <laughs> ask right. for IDs in Mexico. But... In, in Mexico, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, but in good. Mexico, it was like tequila for the little one. I, I got that a whole bunch too. 
Why are the same jokes repeated over and over again? I don't know. We took him to the Grand Canyon, and uh, we're hiking with him in the carrier. Every single person that we walked by is like, oh, you got precious cargo there. Precious cargo. Precious cargo. Future outdoors lover there, huh? Exactly. (laughs) But we love the jokes. Yeah. You know what I don't like are the jokes when the baby's sleeping. <laughs> when right. people come over and and they're like, "Oh, is he sleeping?" and they just like wake the baby up. Right? They say that you ever very have... loudly. <laughs> no, at the Grand Canyon, like one of us would run ahead when we saw somebody approaching to be sleeping, like, "Shh." Baby. <laughs> now I just like make the nap hands if, if yeah, I'm totally. uh, not there in time. Sometimes they figure that out. Not always. Uh, yeah, right. Most of the time, they just think you're out of your mind. <laughs> Pretty much. But we had a ex- similar experience leaving Mexico with the rush thing. There, you know, there was like a crazy traffic jam from the resort to Cancun. So we lost right. an extra hour that we had. And yeah. then the line to check in was insane. So finally, after waiting in line for like 45 minutes, the lady's like, oh, if you run, you might make it. Oh, my God. And uh, we're like, what? <laughs> we made it. Oh, wow. And we didn't run. So, you know. Like, what about highs and lows for that trip? Like, what was because because it is amazing, but it's also challenging, like you're saying. And I'm just kind of curious if there was like a really like like peak high point kind of, and if there was something that was like really just like, oh my god, this is a lot. The high point was definitely um, just seeing Barry out there during the different sets that I did. Cecilia mm-hmm. wore him for all the sets so that he could be there seeing his yeah. dad on stage and i think for the first time maybe he knew what was going on maybe not totally yeah he was down there with uh cecilia's with julianne stickley and our friend ellie uh-huh. with all their babies like looking up at us and stickley <laughs> was actually our guitar player this weekend because vince had to miss the festival oh really yeah oh wow so that's a whole nother story but he's doing much better he's all right yeah he is all right he had a little heart thing He's oh been feeling God. bad for a while, and he didn't know why. So finally, oh, yeah. he figured out he had like heart arrhythmia or something. Wow, scary as shit. But now well, he feels great because he... he finally figured it out. And it's so good Stickley that he figured it out. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Stickley was our guitar player, and so the two of us up there, best friends since high school, with our kids down hmm. in the front, just looking up at us. It was the best. I mean, pretty awesome. Man. It doesn't get cooler than that. Yeah, but it was also hard as hell. Like, you know, we had a late night that was from twelve thirty to two a.m., mm-hmm. and you've been getting baby sleep, you know. Yeah, but like, I don't even remember what twelve thirty feels like. <laughs> yeah, I haven't stayed up that late in a very long time. <laughs> but we made it through. CBG yeah. really works. Yeah, <laughs> I recommend that. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, cool, dude. Uh, what else is going on with Barry? Like, you know, developmentally, like what's what's been kind of the new fun stuff? Where's he at? He's crawling up a storm. He crawls all over the place and stands. Oran actually inspired him to crawl, which was kind of nice. an interesting thing after we spent that weekend together. Yeah. Um, he was frustrated that Oren was crawling and he wasn't yet. Right, right. <laughs> so it's, I mean, you can see right away, it's good to get your kids around other kids. Totally. Which is, and Barry, d- does he really like react when he sees kids out and about? You know, we were at the, we were at the mall the other day. Uh, also, another thing that's challenging with a baby is Christmas shopping. 
I don't know if you've, if you've done any of that. Um, if you, if you order it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I like to go pick things out. You should see thing. my garage right now. <laughs> Amazon boxes the empty everywhere. boxes. <laughs> um, but, you know, we walked by. There's like a little play zone at the shopping mall. And all these kids are running around. And Oren sees it. And he's just like starts screaming at the top of his lungs and kicking his legs and like wanting to go over there. So he gets so excited whenever Whoa. he sees kids. Does, does Barry do that? Does he react? I think so. Yeah. He definitely likes yeah. other kids. He's getting more aware <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, he usually more just like slams them in the face or something. Right. Does totally. something or like steals their pacifier and puts it in his own <laughs> mouth. I don't know if I don't know if Barry, you know, whispered secrets in Oren's ear last time he, that we hung out, or if uh, if if Oren's been listening to the podcast. But ever since we talked about you getting kicked in the face in bed, yeah, it's every day, every morning. I'm sorry. That's how I, I wake up getting kicked in the face. <laughs> it's not pleasant. They have no idea like how strong they are. He, he's getting pretty strong. You get pretty They're strong. Pretty freaking strong. <laughs> And Barry's been sick. We all our uh-huh. our whole house is sick right now. He took uh-huh. a COVID test, luckily, which was negative. Yeah, but um, he hasn't been sleeping for shit the last three nights. Oh, you can man. probably hear it in my voice. But uh, yeah, we've had a doozy of a few days. Yeah, we had a couple nights that were tough. Uh, like because it's unusual for him because he's a really good nighttime sleeper, and we had a couple nights that were tough, and he. It, it like right after that his first tooth popped up yep so i think that's, that's it's a combo of barry's first tooth is in too which yeah. sometimes happens at like four months both of our kids are like nine yep, to a ten little months. later but it can happen as late as i think our pediatrician said she doesn't worry about it until they're like 15 months old right as late as 15 months sure. so you know well we since were... you uh since you mentioned Oren's a great nighttime sleeper you, did you guys ever sleep train? No, but we read all the books. We read, you know, 12 hours and 12 weeks or whatever the hell it's called. Uh-huh. And like we we did that that program, which we talked about with Stickley, that lady that we ordered like season one. And then we found out she was like a huge Trump supporter. And then we didn't <laughs> order any, any more of her stuff. Perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, the... Uh, you know, like we did all this research and we were going to do that and we weren't going to, he was never going to sleep in our bed and all that stuff. And it's just what feels right for us. And like, honestly, even though it's turned into being, uh, the alarm clock is, is getting kicked in the face, waking up in the morning with him is still like the best thing ever. Yeah. And, but he sleeps well at night. Yeah. We So we never did the sleep training thing, but like, from the get-go, he was a pretty good sleeper through the night. And I think it's just because he can, like, nurse at night really right. easily is the way we're doing it. So I think we're going to get ready probably around his one-year birthday, which is in, like, six weeks. Wow. How crazy is that? You almost dude? made it through a year. Oh, my God. That, holy shit, right? It's holy crazy. Shit. <laughs> so I think around his one year, we're talking about getting, like, because we have this really nice crib. Primo, top of the line crib. Yeah, it it looks great. We never we've used it like seven or eight. He doesn't times. nap in it. He like he will not. It's no. He he likes the king size bed, man. He likes so damn. So that's that's our deal. But we're gonna probably 
put that mattress on the floor next to our bed. Right. Is going to be the ne- that's going to be the, the next, next step, step. Prob- when he turns 1. Yeah, so. we're just at a point now where Barry sleeps well at night if he's had a lot of stimulus during the day. So when we were in Mexico, right. he was actually sleeping really well. We'd sort of he'd be asleep in the carrier maybe till midnight, like sort of an evening nap and then he'd be awake sometimes till 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it was great cuz he would sleep till 9 a.m. at that point. But yeah. ever since we've been home, there's not that much stimulus going on and the kid just will not sleep at night. Totally. So, it's like they get I think they get bored so easily. Yeah. You know, like they I don't need know if we're setting us stuff. ourselves up for a life where we can't relax ever. I think that's the deal, at least for another <laughs> 10, 12 years. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> and then and then then you have a whole other, you know, like bunch of shit to worry about. <laughs> yeah, then you're a driver. Oh my god. But uh so we're just to the point where we still haven't sleep trained Barry. We might have to sleep train him for his mm-hmm. own good and our good, yeah. you know. Yeah. Cuz we just went yeah. to the pedia we just went to the 9 month um pediatrician yep. appointment and that's her only big concern is that he doesn't sleep well at night because mm. everybody needs more sleep for their development, the kids and the totally. parents. Yeah. We're yeah. developing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the sleep is like, it's such an important thing for everybody. It really, I mean, you go out of your mind and you can't, you got to have the gas tank at least a quarter full. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's the next big thing. And we actually, it's crazy. There's actually sleep trainers that will come to your house and sleep train your baby. Wow. I know. So we met one in Mexico. I have no idea what it costs, but if it's even close to affordable, we might go that route. Interesting. Crazy. Pretty interesting. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure some something out one day. <laughs> Otherwise, you just you, you'll just lose your mind completely. Yeah, already <laughs> it's too late. What about um, what about like communicating and stuff? Oren is, I feel like there's much more. He's still like only saying like mama and and dada, and right. he's he's got bye bye or like baba cool. down, and he waves. That's awesome. You know? It's so cool just like seeing that stuff happen, and. Um, and even though it's like, he's not making words, he's like pointing and, and he'll be like, da, da. And he'll point and like, he wants you to go take him there and he'll like play with something, you know, like he was playing with the tree this morning that he pointed for me to go to. And then he pointed to another tree and we just kept going back and forth between the two trees whenever he pointed. Wow. So yeah, between that and he's climbing the stairs, that's which is, it's, terrifying that's freaking terrifying (laughs) and then he also you know because like getting down off of the couch or getting down off the bed we don't want him to like fall off and megan's been awesome from the beginning sort of showing him like like spin his body around so his his tummy's like on the bed and his legs are like hanging off and then he can sort of slide so he like showing him how to get off for sure and he's figured that out on his own now we try to do that, but Barry just wants to like face plant dive off. Yeah, of totally, totally, totally. So he figured out how to do it and he did it by himself. And we watched him and he looked at us like he like landed on the ground and he looked at us with these giant eyes, like huge smile, like started laughing. He's so like, proud he's totally, of himself. Yeah, it was awesome. It was I love so it when cool. babies are like... proud of themselves. <laughs> they totally are. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> exactly. It's so hilarious if they like eat really well. Or I mean, just Barry's actually getting food in his mouth now. Right. Totally. So that's yeah. been a big plus. A little yeah. bit less mess to clean up every time. 
Oh, yeah, not for us. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but Barry's so clapping now, which is super fun. Oh, he's clapping. He's cool. like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. And maybe he been... says a little mama and dada, uh-huh. and he waves. But that's that's about it as far as the yeah. talking. Yeah. But he gets my... more fun every day. Oh, that's the truth, man. I tell you, my my buddy Alex Coford um, came out, <clears throat> stayed with us for like five or six days, and we did a gig up in, in Vail together. And it was so cool. You know, I've known – Alex and I have been really good friends for like 10 years or whatever, and – seeing seeing the two of them together was super cool uh oren really liked him and they were playing bongos together and we've had the bongos out and oren's like sort of seen what they do and all that stuff but like it was alex sitting with him like showing him and then oren was getting in there and they were playing bongos together it was so awesome that's really really cool (laughs) yeah yeah. These kids are going to love music. I mean, Barry's or they're obsessed gonna hate with it. <laughs> messing with the banjo and the guitar. <clears throat> of course, they loved Anders and his Dobro, and I was just like, no, anything no. but that. Well, I sent you that picture, man. I've got a banjo. I love, I, 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 like, I love to play banjo every now and then, but I, I hide my banjo in the corner because that's yeah. where banjos belong, right? Don't let your child and- <laughs> become a banjo player. <laughs> he found it. And he loves it. Wow. <laughs> it's that bright white head. It's just oh draws God. them in. And the open tuning, like it just sounds yeah, like a lullaby no matter it. what. Yeah. So, you know, You're that's fucked. what's been. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, pretty much. But then, you know, one other thing that I wanted to talk about that's that's sort of like, you know, like you, 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 we were talking early on because i bought a pair of hokas and they're the most comfortable shoes ever yeah and it's like probably wouldn't have them or wear them if i didn't have a kid and and you know like just like the stuff that you find yourself doing or saying or you know we were we were down in mexico and this was megan led the charge on this we had a um like a professional photographer take pictures of us down in mexico like on the beach and you know it sounds like one of those kind of like cheesy things like that you know families do or whatever it's like the best money we've ever spent the pictures are so cool and it's it's just it's funny being in that chapter of right. life now you know you're going to glamour <laughs> shots now it's 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 amazing there are some shots of him just like he's like in the sand by himself you know he's got his like adorable overalls on the the water behind him just perfect and like as they go, like by the fourth one of those, he's like eating sand. Exactly. <laughs> it's really hard to deal with your kids at the beach. Oh my god! <laughs> you want, first of all trying to keep them from getting sunburned. Yeah, well that that's you a cake whole them in thing. sunscreen. Yeah, and then they fall over, and the <laughs> sand is sand. completely <laughs> stuck in it. So like his face, which is covered in sunscreen, he you know if he falls, he's just a sand monster after that. <laughs> It's difficult to deal with, especially when you're flying and you can't bring every single thing that you would want for the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're getting ready to go to Hawaii for like the first two weeks of the year. And so jealous. It's gonna, I, you're going to be on one of those trips before too long, but it's going to be really cool because we're all, all the musicians, it's this thing through this uh, nonprofit that I do a lot of work with called IGE, and we do all these cool sort of musical adventures with a million people like on this one in Hawaii, Peter Rowan, Vince is on it. Um, 
you know, Scott and Nikki, uh, but uh, there's like too many to remember, but um, Holly Bowling and Eric Krasno are both on it. And uh, Holly's got a little boy, Ryland, Holly and Jeffrey. And uh, he's like two or three days apart from Barry. He's pretty much the same wow. age as Barry. And so just a month off of Oren. And then Lewis is uh, Kraz's little boy. Who's Love that name. I know. <laughs> Lewis Krasno. Lewis and Oren. It's going to be a couple of Jewish little dudes, you know, <laughs> cr- crushing bagels and locks or something. <laughs> Love it. Um, but they're going to... Uh, um, uh, they're all going to be there. So it's going to be so cool to have the kids together. We're staying in the same house as, as the Krasnos too. So those dudes are going to be thick as thieves. I'm sure. Yeah. After our, what we just did with a festival with a lot of babies, it's the best. So you guys are going to yeah. just have the best time ever. I'm pretty stoked. And we're, we're bringing a really good friend of ours with us. Who's going to, you know, kind of help out with the kids too. So it's not going to be too overwhelming yeah. for anybody. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty awesome. That's pretty friggin' great. And the best thing yes. about the beach is if the kid falls, they're not going to bust their head or something, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's pretty great. Look out for the riptides, though, man. We we almost got swept away. The whole family almost got swept away in Mexico. Oh, God. <laughs> we, were, we were walking along. That's what beach. I like about the Cancun side. <laughs> the, yeah, there's Cabo, no way. Cabo, Cabo, the seas were rough, my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, uh, I wish we had it on video because you know nobody got hurt and we didn't actually get swept away. But it was, it was, it would be funny after the fact. It was, it was pretty terrifying in the moment. But... Yeah, it was probably your fault too. <laughs> yeah, of course. It, it was, was definitely my fault when I almost got swept away, but uh, <laughs> I was rescued by my wife. Luckily, <laughs> thank God for the wife. Everything man, is your God. fault. Just prepare for that. Yep, yep, but it's it's so worth it. It's so worth it. It's the greatest. Did um, you know, you get we were staying at like a resort kind of thing down there too. Um and, you know, did did Barry get down with some Mexican food cuz Oren's favorite thing in the world now is refried beans. Ha. And I love- <laughs> just like totally covered in beans every caked morning for breakfast. Beans. Caked in beans and avocado. Just like dad. <laughs> I mean, Barry hasn't met a food he doesn't like. People were, would be entertained by him at the buffet. You know, we'd have him in the high chair at the buffet, uh, and you'd feed him everything, like shrimp, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. beans, avocado, yeah. everything. Yeah. He really yeah. hasn't met anything he does not like. Same with Oren, man. He likes he loves pickled ginger. Like when we get sushi, wow. he, he crushes pickled ginger. And, and he doesn't even make the sour face when he eats lemons now. He's just like down That's to awesome. eat eat lemons. So. I think my absolute favorite thing to do with Barry is eat because yeah. it's so <laughs> hilarious. It's so entertaining and so fun yeah. and funny yeah. to have him in the high chair. And it's when he's almost had his calmest. Yeah. Because he's just in the high chair with something to do with his hands. He's entertained. He's not yeah, trying totally. to crawl all over the place. Yeah. And we're all eating together. It's so damn fun. It's really cool now that everybody like this morning. I made omelets for everybody. Yeah, and I made this tiny, tiny little baby omelet for Oren, and he was just in heaven. Did he just eat that with his his hands? Yeah, I just yeah. like made an omelet with mushrooms and and uh, like a little bit of shallot. He likes onions and stuff. Yeah, um, he loves mushrooms. And then just I sliced it up into strips, kind of, you know. Nice. And then he just goes to town with it. That's friggin' cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Baby led weaning. It's awesome. I tell you, man, he's like, he's going to, I mean, he hasn't ever, like he's in the beginning, it, it totally like I, I'd get freaked out when he sort of gagged or choked or whatever. Yeah. Now, now it almost doesn't phase me. Like right. I'm like, I'm, I'm right there. Like you okay, buddy, everything cool. Yeah. And he just, he always like, if it's too big for him to swallow, he always spits it out. It's like, he knows what's up. Yeah. It's really cool. He hasn't quite figured out how to drink water. Us well too. Yet. Us <laughs> too. He just dumps it out it's, all over himself. He like dumps it out, but he'll, sometimes he'll get it in his mouth, right? And he'll get it, and then as soon as he pulls a cup away, he just spits it all out. Yeah. <laughs> he just like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's so funny to watch. And then the sippy cups sort of work, but not all, yeah. not that much. We've got one with a straw, which would yeah. be awesome, but like I don't know. He hasn't figured out that he can do the same thing he does like when he's nursing to yeah. that. He just hasn't connected those dots yeah. yet. So, <laughs> the only other thing I wanted to mention is that baby proofing is so worth it, y'all. Dude, we got to. We are. It's we really a lifesaver. He is now when we're out upstairs, how to open every cabinet and right. I mean, we haven't baby proofed every single cabinet, but at least if you're in the kitchen, you're sort of right there because they will yeah. slam their fingers in the cabinets really, really easily. Yep, that but happened. plugs and uh, you know pulling stuff down, we can sort of let Barry just roam around the entire living room now. We got to figure out about him what too the hell much. We're it's huge. Do. Yeah, I, I'm jealous. I mean, when we were there, it was it was so awesome letting them sort of just roam. Because here, our house is, I I love our house, and it was super super charming before we had a yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm ready to be in like. You know, a new house and a cul-de-sac in yeah. the suburbs somewhere. <laughs> I absolutely hated our carpet before the baby. And now I'm like, wow, I'm so <laughs> glad we never got rid of this because <laughs> it's just padding everywhere he goes because he falls over constantly. Totally. Yeah, and if he's yeah. in the kitchen and he falls over, it's not pretty. You know, there's yeah, tile in there. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So, so. baby proof it up and you'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, we got to get on that, you know, in the new year, in the new year. <laughs> yeah it is it's the holiday season i know man I'm wearing my and santa you, hat actually you i should have worn mine you know uh we you should see our house for for uh for oh yeah you jewish, actually decorated yeah for a jewish guy you know <laughs> with a son with a son with a hebrew name i did pretty damn good i gotta say it's, it's like a winter it. wonder winter wonderland over here no one can <laughs> see our house so there's no point in yeah. decorating other than inside right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I should have worn my Santa hat for this. Um, but you know, since they can't see us anyway, let's give them a little bit of a, uh, audio Christmas present here. You, uh, you and Cecilia wrote this tune. Yeah. We just wrote this the last couple days, actually. It's so good. uh, You sent it to me this morning. I want to write a song about baby's first Christmas because just to document you know, all of us, there's a lot, I know a lot of kids that this is their first Christmas. Yeah, and it's about all the positive and negative things about you hit, the first. You Christmas. hit them all. You hit them all. I thought you wrote the song about our life, right? I mean, it's universal. <laughs> yeah, but we enjoyed writing this song so much. I recorded it downstairs, and uh, we even made a little video too. And Ross played yeah. bass and guitar on it. So thanks for that. Oh man, I you sent it over this morning. I had like I had jumped right on it. It's such a good tune. Sorry so, for my percussion but, playing as usual. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Perfect. Uh, 
So let's check it out. This is uh, Andy and Cecilia's new tune, uh, Baby's First Christmas. But before we listen to that, because you're going to want to see the video, you got to check the video out. Uh, we'll have it on our Instagram page at holy shit, I'm a dad. And uh, go check it out. Give us a follow. Leave us a review in the Apple Podcast Store as well. And um, check out Baby's First Christmas right now. Baby's First Christmas. Baby's first Christmas Up before the dawn Barely slept away Oh, you barely slept away Logs are on the fire And my mind is on the brink Baby's first Christmas Baby's first Christmas Cut a tree down from the yard Put it up inside Hasn't knocked it down just yet But the baby sure has tried Baby's first Christmas Baby's first Christmas Baby's first Christmas Baby's first Christmas The lights are glowing on the tree the baby has so many needs, but that's okay, cause we got wine. I think it's time to sit and dine with you for a second or two on baby's first Christmas. Baby's first Christmas. It's baby's first Christmas. Baby's first Christmas. The house is torn apart And toys are everywhere They're designed just for his age But the baby doesn't care Baby's first Christmas Baby's first Christmas Wrapping papers on the floor It's torn up around the house Every time I turn my head Yes, it's in the baby's mouth. It's baby's first Christmas. Baby's first Christmas. Baby's first Christmas. It's baby's first Christmas. Yeah, we've been cooking up a storm. The wood will end up on the floor. But dad will go and clean it up. Well, mom enjoys another cup of wine. All the white wine. On baby's first Christmas. Baby's first Christmas. Baby's first Christmas. It's baby's first Christmas. 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 Awesome, man. That tune is so good. Such an earworm. Bound to be a holiday classic, I'm sure. Thanks for playing on it. Sorry there's <laughs> so many baby first Christmas mentioned, but uh, I'm tired oh, of that little line at this point. I hope you I'm guys not. aren't. I'm not. I, they can't be. They just heard it for the first time. Good, good. <laughs> um, so let's jump into it. We uh, we got to chat with uh, my good buddy Mahali from the band Twiddle, uh, and 
this was we recorded this like a month ago, probably. Full disclosure, and we're just getting to uh, getting to releasing it now. But uh, it's a really great talk. He's one of the sweetest dudes around, and um, just had his third kid. So insane. Uh, he talks about what it's like to be outnumbered, which is a terrifying thought. Whoa, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. So let's 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 dig into this. Here we go. Mahali, what's going on, man? Welcome to Holy Shit, I'm a Dad. Well, uh, thanks for having me <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, holy shit, uh, you got a lot of kids now, huh? Three kids, yeah. Three, Three kids, like you were saying in your text message, you're outnumbered now. Outnumbered, yeah. You know, me and Kel, we used to be able to, you know, have one each and kind of figure our duties out from there. <laughs> the baby definitely throws a... a of a wrench in that whole equation yeah pretty much tends to phoenix and uh so it's me and the girls me and hattie and lucy most of the time unless cal's working then it's just me with the three of them so it's been an interesting adjustment for sure oh my gosh you with the three of them i just i had to the last two nights was that and it was the first time in a while she's uh she's worked really uh-huh. since um since she had the baby so yeah so how wow. how old are the girls how old are the older girls uh, Hattie's five, Lucy's two, and Phoenix is like, he was born in July, so I'm really old. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, you know, you'll have babysitters at least at some point. That's one yeah, thing to consider. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's really good with the baby. Like, she's, she's, I'm amazed with, uh, how helpful she's, she's been. Uh, Lucy, not so much. Lucy's <laughs> in the power struggle right now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, our our niece is a little older. She's ten, and she stayed with us last night. And she's she's really great with Oren too. It's like, it's it's pretty. And Oren loves her. You know, it, it's it's yeah. it's definitely cool having having some other young energy around. When I, like I remember when I was younger, having like little cousins, and like one of them specifically, like I definitely watched a lot more, and mm-hmm. like I had some kind of bond with when we were younger. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, you know, aside from having a third kid and and a baby and all that stuff, you guys have been sort of getting back to normal-ish with with the touring thing, right? Since the baby was born. You've been so you've been playing a lot and have you I've been, been playing, yeah. You know, how how's that been going being away and, you know, how is <clears throat> Kel doing when she's sort of just home with the, all three of them? I don't, man, after these last two days, I, I you know, <laughs> quite a thing to have all three and to be able to do literally anything else. I mean, how do you eat? How do you like do it? Yeah, it's like as soon as the baby would go down and I knew, you know, he was probably going to sleep for, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes. I'm like sprinting. <laughs> like, I'm going to make their dinner. <laughs> we'll put two dishes away. Like it's. <laughs> Oh my God. It's impossible. But, um, so I haven't been touring to length. I think like the, the longest little run I did since, um, since we've had the three, actually it was before he was born. So I went out for about maybe like 10 days. So this in a week, I'm leaving for like three and a half weeks. And I think that's going to be definitely the biggest adjustment for everyone, including my two year old who can't really remember me touring. Right. He's right. Was raised sort of in COVID and i been home every day i've been with her and um 
Hattie, my oldest, is very much to me touring and has a few years on Lucy of dad going away and coming back. Um, so she's like she gets it and she understands it. But Lucy, I don't think she definitely doesn't remember. So it's going to be new for her. And, um, you know, the baby's too young to. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Not, but for Kelly, it's going to be an adjustment. I mean, definitely having uh, family around and friends to help out when when they can is going to be huge. Yeah. So you guys do have like a good little network going on yeah. over there structure mainly through her family um you know my my mom lives in pennsylvania but her family lives only about 35 minutes from us so yeah uh, you know they've been incredible and and it's like i don't know what we would do if we didn't have that support yeah Yeah. i guess someone to do it (laughs) i hear you man we have like i don't know I've, i've always felt strange about like strangers watching the kids it's been weird for me to like be okay with a babysitter like getting my head around that concept we've only used a babysitter a few times and i know everybody does it all the time it's totally like a normal thing it's just i don't know for some reason i always felt weird about it yeah yeah i mean we had we had some help um uh, like a family friend a little bit you know for a couple days a week and then she just started going back to school so we're back to like just us and it's it's nuts man it's like you wake up and you know there's no there's not a moment like lately there's not a moment you know for ourselves and like thank god for megan letting me do this on a sunday morning (laughs) our wives are queens yes Yes. yeah i mean i I just kel got home from work and i was like i gotta go i'm sorry you haven't (laughs) thank you to her for for letting you hang with us for a minute you know (laughs) yeah I'm too tired today to even figure my audio out. It's not working, but maybe you're recording me from the Zoom, and uh, hopefully that works. What do you think, Ross? I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be perfect. Uh, We're podcasting geniuses here. That's what you we, haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, we've got it. We've got it dialed, man. We're on the charts in Sweden. Yeah, Mahali, did you hear? This is in the top 200 parenting podcasts in, in Sweden. Dude, that's incredible. <laughs> I think it's because of the Umphreys McGee fans, right? It must be. They uh, <laughs> big in Sweden. Oh it's man! Joking twiddle that I'm from Sweden. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Ryan says it all the time. <laughs> we hired a Swedish artist to do our album art, so it's just kind of funny you said that. Cause... Oh my gosh! Well, this is just going to increase our popularity in Sweden. Then, yeah, even consider that. <laughs> We're about to go on a Swedish tour. I can feel it. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Sweden. I yeah. busked in Sweden a few times when I was backpacking, and uh, I got in trouble. They yelled at me. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I guess you can't really do that there without like permits or something. Uh, right. uh, interesting. There's a lot of rules over there. The Swedes and their music permits, yeah. <laughs> Super clean, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, cool. So, I mean you mentioned it a little bit you mentioned the power struggle thing but like for 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 the girls what has the uh, the adjustment been like kind of over the last you know what's it been for well, us yes you know, it was a big year for hattie she went to kindergarten she's just oh, really yeah. she's just really growing up i mean she's really become her own little person i can hmm. talk to her and have regular conversations and like rational thoughts and conversations <laughs> with her she understands 
Um, and she goes to this great school here, this a bridge school. It's like an alternative learning school. So it doesn't really follow the normal curriculum. Right. And I really, I really dug that. It pays a little more attention to the individual child. And like, since she's gone there, she's really like blossomed into um, her own little person. And so she is sort of, I feel like in this like weird, like new human, like Renaissance, like she's like discovering and, and like getting good at writing and drawing and all these things that were very much like very kiddie before. Now they're starting starting to see a little more of her personality and all that stuff. Whereas Lucy, my two-year-old um, definitely, I think is in the weird struggle of I'm not old enough to relate, like relate to everything that Hattie's going through and doing, mm-hmm. but mom and dad are really focused on Phoenix. So she's acting out a little bit and just sort of um, pushing the buttons and seeing what she can get away with. Um, but really, I think it's all just because she's not getting enough attention. So I've been trying to focus a little more on her, to just try and give her, you know, some of that extra love that Hattie got because Hattie, it was just us with her. So she was just like smothered with all of us all the time. And now, you know, she doesn't need that as much and the baby's getting all of it. And I feel like maybe Lucy's missing out on some of it. So it's just like a conscious, a a constant conscious thing to maybe not react with like, Oh, she's being so bad right now. She's listening to like, Oh, like maybe I need to take her out to the swing set, just the two of us and like tell her a story like she likes, you know, and just like give her a little attention instead of like getting upset with her because I was I was getting really frustrated and upset and finding myself like starting to like raise my voice, just stuff. I'm not really that down with ever. So like I was finding like parts of myself that, you know, I normally am not like that. So I was tied to just sort of take a step back. Kelly's incredible. She's always calm. She's always like kind. And I think um, watching her deal with Lucy when she's like that is has sort of taught me also like the best way to react. And she's always reminding me like, just got to give her a little love, you know? So yeah, just a lot, yeah. a lot. There's not enough time in the day to, to, to do it all. So <laughs> that's, I, I mean, I can't, that's how I feel with just, just the one, you know, seriously. Um, <laughs> Um, as they get older, honestly, guys, like when they get older, it's like if I didn't have the new the baby right now, like Hattie and Lucy, like they played with themselves. It freed me and Kelly to do so much. Like we were we were really able to do a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, But the baby really is just so hands on. It's so uh, demanding of time all the time Um, Mm -hmm. that that's been, you know, that I'm like, oh, man, I remember this. This is this is a lot. But (laughs) you know, as they get older, a little more independent and they start, you know, you can like sit them down to draw or paint or whatever. And, right. and they do find ways to occupy themselves and are, are, are thrilled doing it while you can finally like do something that you need to do, whether it's. Does it seem like having two kids, like more than one child, they get to play together more? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely noticed that now that Lucy's a little older and Hattie's older, like they're playing together. It's the cutest thing. First of all, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> talk when they don't yeah. listening is hilarious uh but but yeah they're buddies like yesterday i i just looked at them i was like guys you know i really need you guys to just like play and enjoy yourselves outside um just you know enjoy the yard i gotta you know i gotta get phoenix to sleep <laughs> and uh they went and played on the trampoline and they 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 were out there for like almost three hours just playing in the backyard wow. enjoying themselves not needing me you know what i mean i was watching them the whole time yeah but, they weren't actively like, dad, 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 get me this, get me that. I'm thirsty, blah, blah, blah. You know, so yeah. 
without ha- yeah so now that they can kind of go off and do that together it's it's been just it's it's really cool it's, it's nice to see too it's good it's good that they're you know yesterday they were hugging and saying we're best friends oh, yeah man. it's like that's awesome i you know that's, you, that is awesome best friends your sisters <laughs> and i are always just like can we handle another kid we don't know but maybe it makes things easier yeah a lot of people say yeah when they are a little older you're gonna be like oh yeah I mean, maybe right. some people, I guess, don't feel that way, but <laughs> we were when they got older and it was a little like when Hattie was two and a half, I think is when we were like, I think we should have another one. You know, like right. that conversation started coming up because everything becomes easier as time goes on, as far as like some of the, you know, the holding and the, like the hands free. Yes. Yeah. It's not a lot of hands free with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. You mentioned, you know, seeing the way Kelly is and how that kind of like guides you or, or, you know, um, prevents you from raising your voice or that kind of thing, you know, like, did you, were you close with your dad growing up? You know, I, I, he passed when I was like seven. So I I didn't know that. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't really, uh, like remember him that much mm-hmm. i mean i've seen a lot of pictures everyone that you know i've talked to from the family says that you know he was super affectionate and mm-hmm. me and him had a, a close bond but yeah for me growing up it was really my mom just remembering you know how she was and you know she was raising three kids by herself so she did her best and i think wow. she did a great job yeah, I had a wow. good, um, wow. but at the same time you know that that was I'm sure that was really difficult for her as I became a parent. You know, I, I'm constantly apologizing to her for like every, like, I'm like, Mom, no, I didn't know. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, how could we know? But still, right. Like, when you put it in a perspective, it's just like, it's an amazing thing what she did for sure. Yeah. It's, you know, um, my, my dad was kind of out of the picture for a long time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting you know, you, you can't really like put yourself in your parents' shoes or anything like that. But even though like he wasn't there the way that I had, I like ho- wished that he had been there. When when we had Oren, one of the things that Meg and I talked about was like, you know, our our parents like had to like feel this way and love us this much, like the way we feel about Oren. And that's like a, that was a mind blowing thing to think about, like just mm-hmm. you know them being in that moment that you're kind of experiencing with your first kid is crazy to think about yeah i mean i you know that's i guess that's why it, it confuses me and, and sort of makes me really sad sometimes when you see bad parents yeah. like people that just don't care or just whatever it doesn't seem like they care as much you know yeah. it's, it's i guess it's just something i don't understand yeah, I mean, I can't even, I can't imagine, like, we were just at this, we did the most, like, suburban family thing ever yesterday. We went to this pumpkin festival. Andy, are you familiar with the pumpkin festival at Chatfield Farms? In Boulder? No, it's definitely, it's, I'm... It's, it's like the opposite of Boulder vibes. <laughs> oh, I haven't been. Uh, it was... It's not Boulder for me. Uh, I, I couldn't take it for very long. It was it was like it was sweet and fun for like a minute and then it was like, Oh my god, what are we doing? And but just like <laughs> like walking around and like hearing the way, you know, some people are talking to their kids. I mean, it's it's it makes me feel like people just aren't 
aren't aware of like how that can like I mean think about how it would make you feel if like somebody's like do you want do you want to get a pumpkin do you want to be part of this family are you going to be in the picture just like giving ultimatums and stuff like that it's like and not judging anybody you know I think everybody's doing the best they can but it's like it's 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 a lot of work and you can't like you can't kind of phone it in I guess right you know no um I think that's sort of the the problem and you know it's like i don't there's the other side of it where like uh you know a lot of people's parents work like full yeah. career jobs but they want to yeah so they do the, like the nanny thing and i have friends that had the nanny vibes and love their nannies like like those people are so treasured to them i wonder if there's like uh like, wouldn't that just be the parents that they're treasuring? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so I don't know. That's a that's a whole other side to parenting. And and I, you know, through no fault of anyone, you know, child care is child care. You got to you got to figure it out, especially yeah. if you if you got to, you know, you got to make money and you got to do the grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a babysitter named Miss Diane growing up because um, my mom had to work while, you know, to support the three kids. So my mom wasn't around a ton, but we, you know, it's nice old Italian lady that would over and basically just sit on the couch and watch her programs. But she was just really there to watch us and cook us great. Food. <laughs> um, and, you know, real special place in her heart. And, and still for me anyway, no like resentment towards my mom. Cause I knew she was doing what she had to do. Right. And I, yeah. still at the time, I don't think I felt that either. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I feel weird about hiring someone I don't know mm-hmm. to watch. Do you guys have any kind of nanny or babysitter now? We, we don't. Everybody that watches our kids are either family friends or, um, you know, like some of the other dudes in Twiddle, like their their girlfriends watch the kids sometimes. Like we have a really mm-hmm. cool, like nice little community around us and and Kelly's family. Like they're always they're always there to help and um that's great you're very lucky you'd live near family it's incredible man. I mean, really do we're like everything. we're after because of that <laughs> yeah it's, been, um, it's tough it helps it really does because you know you i trust fam I, you know that's the thing like i want that i want the people to watch the, the kids to like love them as much <laughs> or as close to as, as we do yeah and I, I mean how can you get that from a stranger when they're doing it for I don't know. I, I, I realize I have this conversation with a lot of people and everyone's like, dude, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> get, get, yeah. get freedom while you can. <laughs> yeah, we have help, but it's a friend who also can watch and, you know, we pay them, but they also love the baby. I feel like so right. it's not quite a stranger watching the kid, but no, there's nothing like family. Yeah, I'm I mean- like, I want at some point, like, you know, maybe a summer tour or something. I'd love to, to when they're older, bring them on the road. But everyone I've talked to about that says it really just you kind of need an extra hand to help with the kids while you're doing that. Both parents too, like mom. Right. There's like a lot logistically that goes into it, as we all know. So, but it would be cool. Yeah. I mean, when they're that young, they don't really like, they don't know what's going on, who they're with, that kind of thing. You just want to make sure that they're comfortable. And I feel like family, even, you know, even if it's not mom and dad, just like having somebody who's, who's part of the family, there's like that extra connection there, you know? So I get what you're saying for sure. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to let go of some of it. I think though, <laughs> <laughs> they're still pretty young, man. It's I think as they grow up, yeah. it'll be easier. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh shit. Sorry. My. Uh, what a song! My, that's that's our theme song, Mahali. It's, that's our theme song, man. I've got it. I've got it like dropped in the program that I mix everything in. So I apologize for that. <laughs> I uh, apologize for my audio today that I could not get to work. <laughs> We're getting a message about the sample rate at eight a.m. You're like, uh, okay. Oh man, so dude, I noticed when I uh, I noticed you don't share as much uh as many like photos of your kids on socials as some musicians do yeah i don't do it ever actually usually you, right and like we do a lot of that and we have a podcast about our kids sometimes <laughs> i'm like wondering are we do we do that too much are, the, are our kids gonna like look back and hate us because of this Megan, uh, Megan and I were talking about that the other day. Kind of a weird thing, and I just noticed you don't share that much, so I wanted to hear your perspective about this. So there was a time; it's not so much anymore, but there was a time where Twitter was sort of kind of like coming up, and we were we had a lot of attention on us, and it was right around the time like Hattie was being born, and I just found so many people wanting to like know about my private life and specifically like I would post pictures of Hattie and people would make comments or say things they don't know me they're sort of trolling and mm -hmm. it, it happened a lot sort of towards the beginning when I would post pictures you know twiddle and a few, we had like a bunch of haters just people that wanted to you know ruffle our feathers or whatever um and you know they would say mean things about the Hattie like my kids and stuff what yeah like really weird comments and um you know mean stuff i'm pretty sensitive that's crazy I don't really take to uh that all very well and i just sort of made this conscious decision that like i don't go on facebook my mahali instagram is mainly run by my managers i'll pop in from time to time to check on anything if there's like a message that needs to get to me or whatever but for the most part i'm not really on it and i just looked at it like that like I just keep my personal stuff for me, like keep mm. it private. It's sort of sacred to me at this point. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it feels weird. Like even still, you know, a lot of people follow my wife and she posts a ton of stuff about the kids and everything. Um, but it's weird, you know, walking in the grocery store and someone comes up and knows who your kid is. It's <laughs> recognizes them first. You know what I mean? Like that's a weird, it's a weird yeah. for me anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I got really protective of them and basically it was just like, you know what? They're not um, for me. It was like, they're not like uh, something to see how many likes I can get. I know a lot of people that just like post their kids stuff because they get like the most attention from those posts. Cause kids are cute and everybody loves that sure. kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, but my, like, if it was just like my page and I knew the people looking at it were just my friends and like my family and the people I, you know, and I wasn't using it to like my, for my business. to like, yeah, the broader range of, you know, the stratosphere of folk, I would, yeah. I would maybe think about doing it more, but it's just, you know, I don't, I, I think I, I worry about social media and kids so much. Mm -hmm. now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so right about, I've never gotten any negativity from it, and to me, it's been, it's always been positive and fun. Right. But I I don't know. 
Yeah, he only took a few times for someone to say something mean oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, sure. for me to be like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't yeah. really want to. You know, baby who's born, that's an occasion I'll post about that. But for the most right. part, it's, it's private stuff. Um, I guess that's just sort of where I landed with that whole thing. I kind of like made my decision. And mm-hmm. um, but, you know, man, I I. I am filled with their love and their joy every day. Like I am, I am literally living in cuteness. Yeah. Before seven. <laughs> and it is like the greatest joy of my life. I feel as though a musician I've accomplished a good amount and, and I've had a pretty decent career so far and I hope it continues forward, but nothing can compare yeah. this. You know what I mean? It is the greatest joy. And if I had to give it all up just to do this, I would definitely do it in a heartbeat. Totally, man. Yeah, just to to, awesome. to to piggyback on what you were saying, you know, Megan and I were talking about, you know, this podcast and, you know, like how we haven't really like asked Oren's permission, you know, to do this and that kind of thing. And I guess, you know, when Andy and I started doing this, the idea behind it was to like put out some some like positive dad content, some like real dad content. And that's, you know that's that's what we're we're doing here and and in the hopes that just like it might have like this tiny impact and you know help help him be like a real father and like you know not like not subscribe to all those sort of antiquated stereotypes and just you know not being afraid to talk about stuff so that's kind of that that was our our trip with this are you guys doing this? I was so excited. I was going to I was going to ask you <laughs> to be on it. But honestly, for someone like me, if you guys think about like what you're doing for someone like me who doesn't really ever get to talk about the fact that I love being a dad, that I'm a dad because I choose not to publicly, like socially. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's nice for me to be able to talk about my kids with friends like yeah. and you know what I mean? Like not in like a safe place, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to to. to I, it's not that I don't want to talk about them or, or show the world how amazing they are, or how cute they are. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm greedy and I want it all for myself. <laughs> you want to do it your way, man. That's great. <laughs> I totally get that. And like the first half of this podcast, we sort of, we go into details about our struggles in the, in the last month. So, I mean, we're really like sharing a lot of details about these kids growing up. And there's a few things I haven't wanted to talk about that are just like a little too personal at the moment. Right. And so you figure them out like medical things or, but we, we want to share medical things to help other dads when they get to those hard points. So it's definitely a fine line of how much to share. Yeah. We've definitely gotten like messages, messages from dads, like talking, like we went through that, man. It's so like nice to hear somebody else talking about going through it and normalizing it or whatever, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, that's important, man. I mean, I think there's, uh, you know, I, I was blessed that my wife's a pediatric nurse. So. Wow. She, she usually knows what's going on right away and sort of has the answer or is one text or phone call away from someone that does know the answer immediately. Yeah. Um, which, been really helpful for us you know we don't have to go down the web md route which, oh my god yeah <laughs> don't do that dad yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you know she's always she's always very calm there's usually almost always a rational explanation for what's going on mm-hmm. uh yeah uh, it's, 
it's, it's madness. <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned uh, one that we always like to talk to, like, our musician friends and sort of pick their brains on, like, on, on the music side of, of, of this. You know, you mentioned you moved your studio out of the yeah. house, but, like, I, I imagine, you know, you play, play a lot around the house. Do the, do the kids dig that? Do you play music for the baby? Like, do, are they, do the, do you see an interest in music from, from your kids? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Lucy, actually, my middle child will maybe be, she seems to really naturally kind of is inclined to most instruments. I have a bunch of instruments in the house. Right. Still, even though I moved a bunch out. Um, and Hattie, as she's getting older now, is actually starting to take interest in things like oh, I want. I want to learn that. Mm-hmm. I want to play that. I can actually like show her how to play things on the piano, and she can copy my fingers and hands and remember the patterns. So yeah. that's we listen to you know a ton of music, and they're always singing and wanting to do what Daddy does. And they come to a lot of shows and they love it and dance and watch all the streams. Yeah, I, um, I played a lot more guitar for Hattie when she was a baby than I have for Phoenix, mainly because I'm watching them. I'm like with the two girls who sure. all Kells with Phoenix or whatever the case is. So I have found I haven't had a ton of time to kind of sit there and strum to him as I did with the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's OK. He'll have a he'll have a, a whole lifetime. of yeah, he'll, be, he'll have <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they love I mean. I think they are very enamored with what I do. Yeah. What, like see me on the big stages and Hattie, especially who can remember the Red Rock shows and some of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. She definitely uh, thinks it's really cool and loves to tell all her friends about it. That kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had her first play date the other day. Oh, uh-huh. what a treat, man. It's like <laughs> she was so stoked. Got home here, jacked up, and I was like, She's like, and they said there's this thing called a sleepover. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, yep. <laughs> it's really, really cute. Amazing. Yeah. That's so fun. Oh, you know, man. I think something like this though, like as your kids get older, then then you'll um you know, I, I would imagine a seven or an eight year old kid that could actually then go listen to the podcast probably would feel a little strange with like their parents or their dads like telling personal private things about them i would say like you know when they're babies and babies to even like four or five you know they're not really remembering (laughs) details yeah them so listen back and be like really that happened right like you did that for me like all that (laughs) stuff just dude i forget it yeah i forget it all like all the little tiny things we had with hattie like they're gone there's just there's too much to fill in your brain to remember those little moments or that, but you guys are sort of documenting it for yourselves. Mm-hmm. I think it's very cool. You know, Kelly was saying we should journal. We should write down more about the right. kids when they're really, really little. Cause totally. you just forget all little things, you know, yeah. it's, it's so easy. Time flies so it, fast. And it's hard to find the time to do that. You know, like I'm one of like when we were, when, you know, before Oren was born and we were, you know, in full-blown nesting mode and like cleaning everything and which like now it's the opposite of that but um you know like digging through boxes and stuff i found my my mom actually kept like a baby book and it's like the coolest thing in the world like i mean it blew my mind i'd never even seen it until like a couple months before Oren was born yeah and i'm so grateful that i have it so when we 
kind of realized that that wasn't working for us, like kind of writing everything. We thought about this being something. We, we make little videos, and, and I mean, it's just a different world now where you can record stuff in a different way. But I mean, uh, all, literally all of my, it's so sad, but like all of my real hard like memories of Hattie when she's little are all like videos and mm-hmm. things Ellie took that we now watch all the time that she loves to watch. She loves to watch videos of when she was like a baby one or two, yeah. all the funny things, you know, first starting to talk and walk and all flumbly stumbling around. I mean, you guys are in for so much cuteness. <laughs> like, Did you, you want cuteness? Have... Let me, let, let me show I, I got to show you this. Uh, I'm going to share this. You can see us, right? Mahali. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Check this out. That's, Andy and my <laughs> voice. Come <laughs> on. With the gasoline tank. <laughs> Dream. Wow. Warren is a crawling son of a gun, man. <laughs> He's yeah. flying around, man. He is just gone in a second. B- Barry is like... Get going. They go. And then they don't... He stop. definitely inspired Barry, too, because Barry is crawling now. But, yeah. like, only four or five crawls at a time. Oh, that's great, though. You, I mean, don't so, rush it. That was the one thing that we were like, please don't do this early. Please don't do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crawling. Oh, man. So, Mahali, man, you got, like, a really... Like, I'm sure there's 10 million of them, but, like, something that stands out just in this in this new chapter of, of having having all three of them like a, a highlight or some sort of crazy experience, just like something that stands out from the last few months that you want to share with us with all with the whole family? Uh, let me think. Um, you know, we have this lovely, uh, well, my wife's, it's been in her family for a long time. They have this beach house up in Maine that's like her favorite place in the whole world to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, the baby, we were we go every summer, but we went before um phoenix was born and uh well it was our first it was our first long car drive with <laughs> all three of the kids do you, do you have a minivan just to interrupt you real quick like what now do you did you oh, get yeah. it i got the it's pretty much I me mean, it's like the subaru ascent it's the big one oh like i haven't bigger, even seen that. bigger subaru it's got like eight seats in it sick i want a minivan so bad megan is not down yeah or push they fly open for you <laughs> uh, yeah we rolled twiddle rolled in the minivan for a while in the beginning <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> vehicle uh but you know that was our first full car full packed car you know and um it was an interesting car ride to get there but <laughs> he does not like car rides he was really really miserable the whole time i'd oh. stop a lot the poop explosions <laughs> there, like everyone's screaming. The girls are screaming. We're screaming. <laughs> not enough wipes. Everything is just like, you know, and it's like all on the car seats. And then she had, he's like, it stinks in here. Like, I don't want to be in the car. You know? <laughs> all this stuff, you know? so, uh, but we got to Maine and like, it was like, I guess that was sort of the moral of it all was that like, it was so nice to all be in Maine together and just mm-hmm. like experience. It's really like peaceful place. And there's not much to do in, in the, it's a very stripped down, like, like kind of cabin vibes. There's like a TV and, and obviously like cash, but it's not like a full functioning um, media center. That is the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you 
there's a lot more focus on like family when you're up there. And that to me was the first time where it was like, here's my family, like two of us, like all together, you know, like it was uh, one of those aha things where they were all on the beach and the two girls are chasing each other. And there's nobody on the beach. It's like, you know, literally it was just us and girls are running around. It's very beautiful. And, and the baby's sort of in the sand for the first time. It's just really cool. Oh man. That's great. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it, man. I'm so glad that you uh, that you joined us today. I, I've, it, you know, over the years, I've always, you know, heard you talking so lovingly about your kids, and it's really, it's really nice to get to chat a little bit about it with you more in depth, man. Thanks for hanging. Thank you for having me. Like I said, I was about to call y'all if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I hope to, I hope to see you in person before too long, man. It's been a while, and. Uh, you know, lots of love to everybody. Oh, yeah, man. Right on. Yeah. yeah, man. Talk to you soon. Hey. Thanks a bunch. Awesome, man. So good to get to talk with Mahali and hear some of those stories, get some get some pointers from him. What an awesome guy. Almost makes me think we could we could have another kid. Maybe. Uh, almost. <laughs> <laughs> um well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, we have some super, super exciting guests lined up. So don't forget to subscribe uh, to the to the show wherever you listen to this. Leave us a review in the Apple Podcast Store. Follow us on Instagram at Holy Shit I'm a Dad, and uh, we will see you guys next year. Happy holidays. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm a dad.